This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Tammy Bruce. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, December 7th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. Artificial intelligence is becoming more prominent in just about everything we do. And that's prompting the humans behind it to think about what its future will be and how much control we would give it. Systems are in place to keep us as safe as possible and that the tech world is doing that as as the industry evolves. So the question is, do you trust them to protect you? This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. This week, we've been telling you about the different ways artificial intelligence has become the new norm in both personal and industrial computing, changing the way we do business or even take care of ourselves. So what will AI do for us in the future? Who will make sure it's not abused? And is it all that crazy to ask if AI would ever be used against us? About a year ago, people wouldn't have necessarily known how AI would be working in practice. They might have not even known that it stood for artificial intelligence. Jackie DeAngelis of Fox Business Network is attending the AI Summit. She talks with us now from the Jacob Javits Center in New York City as we delve further into our week-long look at the rise of AI. It literally seems to have exploded. Um, But when it comes to technology, they're always looking for the next and best thing. And let me tell you, this is where the big money is going to be. On the floor of this conference, I'm at the AI Summit in New York City at the Javits Center, and on the floor of this conference, there isn't an industry that isn't touched or can't be enhanced in some way by AI. And that's fascinating because the first thing that we think about is, you know, technology, cybersecurity, that kind of stuff. But it's things like aviation, it's legal, it's medical, it's workflow applications. It, you know, boils down to customer service, it, automation, manufacturing, and the list goes on and on and on. So it's been really interesting to talk about the development of the technologies with these companies, what they've been doing to be able to kind of move ahead. And remember, there's first mover advantage here for anybody who's able to seize upon that opportunity. With respect to regulation and the dark side of AI, um, it's funny because we'll talk about that first, which is that you've got good guys trying to do things like medical technologies, finding cures and treatments for cancers, that kind of stuff where AI is being put to the test in a, in a brilliant way to help back doctors up to do wonderful things. Um, but then you've got the dark side, the fraud, the voice recognition, the um, likeness creation, that, you know, that kind of stuff. So we spoke to um, one of the gentlemen, executive vice president of AI for MasterCard, and he was in ensuring everybody that essentially systems are in place to 
keep us as safe as possible and that the tech world is doing that as, as the industry evolves. So the question is, do you trust them to protect you? Well, that's a that's a the big question. So, I, is there a um, is there a trust gap you think with the general public and and AI, or is this just a matter of it still being so new as a concept for the general public to to embrace? I mean, you, again, like like you've said, the it's it sort of used to be just simply the stuff of science fiction, and now we're telling people, hey, don't worry, we're 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 using we're AI powered with this bit of your personal finance or this bit of your personal health. That's a lot for some people to take in, I think. It is, and I think it depends what generation you're from, right? Talking to boomers, for example, they're far more skeptical of AI because they might not have even embraced the basic kind of technologies that we're using in our everyday life right now just yet. But you talk to young kids who grew up with an iPad, you know, in their lap or on their parents' cell phone constantly, and, and they look at the AI as just, you know, the next thing that's coming that, that they would have to embrace. It's the next development of society, for example. Um, so I think that it just depends on who you're talking to. I'll give you an anecdote. I was Christmas shopping last night, and I made a couple of big purchases on a credit card in a row. And all of a sudden, my next purchase was declined, and I got a text message that said, call the credit card company, we suspect fraud. Because, you know, I don't usually make charges like that um, in succession of each other. So I was simply through a text message able to tell them, everything's cool, reopen my account, and they did. But that's AI in action, right? I, and I rather have AI be overprotective like that um, than not looking out for some of the pitfalls out there. That, that's interesting. Something similar just happened to me this weekend. I was buying waters out of a vending machine for a bunch of people, and I kept running the card over and over again. All of a sudden, it's it got declined. I said, I, I know I have enough money in here to or credit limit to, right. <laughs> to buy right. the thing. So, yeah, it, same, same scenario. So um, I, I would think most people would, would be happy about that. Um, is there... A, I, I guess it comes back to how does the industry implement this sort of uniformly? Because, you know, a credit card company is one thing, but what about the rest of the credit card companies? I mean, is there any talk among sure. these the, these discussion groups about coming up with standards in some kind of way, if, if that's the right term? They are talking about it. It's hard to agree on what the standards should be. Yeah. It's definitely part of the conversation. Because remember, the last thing the tech companies want as they're developing technology is for the government to, to get involved and try to regulate in that way. So what it seems to me from having conversations here and listening to what they're talking about, it seems like they're trying to make everybody ensure that they are, they're on it, they're talking, they're collaborating. I mean, that's really what part of this conference is all about, bringing all these players together to showcase what they're doing, but giving people in the field an opportunity to network and all, you know, everybody sort of be together in this big space. Um, and you'll see that probably more consistently, I think, as we move forward, you know, and again, it's we're at the early innings of um, the AI revolution, I call it. And so, you know, these are conversations that they don't have definitive answers just yet. What uh, might be some of their goals if they're even discussing this? I mean, at some point, I guess someone's having a discussion saying, hey, in 10 years, we, we want to be using AI this way or that way or to accomplish this or, or that. What does the, the future look like from either specific industries or, or even something of, of an overarching uh, development goal for, for AI as a technology? 
I think it's going to look like something from a science fiction movie, which is how you started um, answering, uh, asking me questions. Some of the things I've seen here and in interviews I've done, for example, with a drone racing company where you remotely race drones. Think NASCAR in the sky. And you're looking through goggles, and it almost looks like a video game to be able to navigate and control your drone. That's one example. Another example, I went up to a kiosk to order food, and there's an avatar in the kiosk. It sort of looks like that thing at McDonald's where usually you touch the screen and pick the items, but instead the avatar actually talks to you, communicates with you, takes your order, can start speaking louder if you can't hear her, um, can go back a step if you're confused or want to add something. I mean, some of this is scary because it is going to take the jobs of hardworking humans. We're speaking with Fox Business Network's Jackie DeAngelis. She is at the AI Summit in New York as we continue our week-long look at the rise of AI on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. Every time there's some kind of technological revolution, whether it is industrialization or, or automation, there's always the fear that people might lose employment, either either employment they already right. have or opportunity, or it ends a, a specific kind of work. Uh, that that also must be a, f a fear here as as well. I mean, if we're there was sort of a joke going around when people were talking about the uh, uh, raising minimum wage to something like $20 an hour. And the response was that fast food restaurants would just implement kiosk, or, uh, kiosk ordering. But here you are with the kiosk that you're ordering. And that kiosk is more than just simply self-service. It's actually serving you. It's just using, you know, an, an artificial character. That, that, so, so a lot of this is kind of coming around full circle, I think. Yeah. No, I think it is. And look, I think it's you're, it's a double-edged sword. You're going to see right. industries where jobs are eliminated, for example, in service um, at a restaurant, that kind of thing. And then you're going to see industries where new technology is innovating and creating jobs. So like back to the drone racing, for example, right. um, that would be a whole new fields of something that's being added and yes you're racing drones but you need people to build those drones design those drones test those drones so that's just one example then there are other industries where we're seeing here that collaboration is key that ai it's not as simple as a talking kiosk right ai has to collaborate with a human or back a human up for example in medicine you would never leave your diagnosis up to ai alone but your doctor could use ai to think of things in a different way that it hadn't looked at them to catch something maybe that was missed um, where there's there are opportunities for collaboration well that, I think ultimately that's what you know people are hoping that this becomes a, a tool to use as opposed to a replacement and and, and whatnot um, I think my my big concern a concern a lot of people have is who who is developing the AI uh, we're already having uh, security concerns from either a national security perspective or just a call it a, a social concern about technology that's developed outside the United States. A lot of people will bring up TikTok and its algorithm and the effect it has yeah. on young people. So is it important that um, AI products are developed either in the U.S. or within uh, nations or consortium of nations where there's a level of trust or do we just simply rely on say china or russia to develop their own and all of a sudden we're using their products instead 
I think that's what you know remains to be seen, and there's really little way to control it, right? Because you can't tell China or Russia that they can't start developing their own AI, and and they are. This is where we're going. So most people here in the states are saying the best thing that we could do to be armed in that situation is to develop ours, make it the best, make it stronger and more powerful than theirs. So number one, our consumers.、Um, Won't flock to foreign goods or foreign technology the way we have in the past. But number two, so that we could control it more. All right, Jackie DeAngelis of Fox Business, you are at the AI Summit at the Jacob Javits Center in New York. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Okay, thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown, and now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts, and Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast dot com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.